following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan, hour number two on a Tuesday broadcast presented by Soren Eagle. In a few minutes, Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com will join us. We'll get his thoughts on the 2023 Lions draft class, and he'll answer our Bushlight huge question of the day, which you can answer on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Based on what they picked up at free agency in the draft this past weekend, have you upgraded your win total, downgraded it? The same? What is it for you? I'll give you mine later. You can join us on that Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. A local bank you can trust and depend on. And that's more important than ever before. So answer that question. Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network in about 20 minutes. And then Dan Miller, voice of the Lions, had a conversation with Lions GM Brad Holmes on the Lions 2023 draft class. We'll hear that audio. And Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit Lions NFL insider. He's all jacked up on the Lions draft class. And we told you last hour that the college football playoff committee released the first two years of the expanded 12-team college football playoff bracket. You will get four on-campus games to begin the expansion in December of 2024. Can you imagine an on-campus playoff game at the big house? You can dare to dream for the woodshed with hashtag a tuck winner is coming. Even like at Ohio State, Penn State. Hey, why not give the Northern teams an advantage? I did tweet out and post on the Huge Show Facebook page and add Huge Show on Twitter if you want to see the new college football playoff brackets. And that also will be the first year, 2024, where the mighty Bruins of UCLA and the Trojans of USC will march eastward into the Big Ten. How cool is that year going to be with Big Ten football adding USC and UCLA and the college football playoff expanding to 12? And then I believe when they get to their next TV deal, they'll go from 12 to 24. Because once they see the on-campus games, once they look at the way they've set up the television with a lot of showcase games, after you get past 
three in one day for the on campus game, so they'll probably do like 12, 3 30, and 7 o'clock. The standalone on the first one. And then all the other games will be prime time. TV money is driving this. And when they go to 24, instead of four buys and eight play in to get to the four, you'll have eight buys like you do at football subdivision D2 and D3. They already run those tournaments they have for years. And it'll just be more playing games. So now you'll get eight on-campus games. And you'll have eight buys for teams that earn it. And there you go. I think that will be the next TV deal after the expansion to 12, which is awesome. You can see those brackets. I had the huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. We also had Jim Comperoni on from SpartanMeg.com. Spartan fans got some good news for the first time. It would be on the football side in a few days when the word transfer portal came out. You were thinking about Thorne and Coleman and Brantley. Well, there was a change of heart. I think Mel Tucker and the team went to work. And Brantley, starting DB, uh, did pull his name out of the transfer portal. So he is not going in it, which I think is a huge move for Mel Tucker. It's a mild win. So Brantley... Took his name out. Jim Comperoni joined us about an hour ago. So it's uh, that transfer portal. It is what it is. But like I said, and Clayton Safey joined us talking about Hunter Dickinson. When you lose starters, it's not a good look for any college football or basketball program. It isn't. It's not a good look. That's it. And they got to do something about this transfer portal. You get like, there is a certain amount of time. Like Hunter Dickinson just drawing this out. There's a certain amount of time you get. There's a window. You leave. You go to another school. That's it. Let's get back to the Lions draft class. Michael Harry, DetroitLions.com, senior columnist, insider when it comes to the Lions and the NFL. He is standing by in the roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? I'm doing well. Can I offer something on college football? Just listening to you and then at the transfer portal and all this. And it's something that Duffy Doherty said years and years ago. He said there are three kinds of, of football, college, pro, and amateur, and there's a difference. That was, what, 50 years ago, and there still is a difference between college, pro, and amateur. Yeah, and there is, and, and it's it's like I'm saying that give them a, here's your week, you can go. Uh, you can't go re-recruit, you can't go do visits. You, you already did that. If you're going to transfer, you got to maybe a 10-day period and go and do it because it's not good for the schools. It's not good. Well, the kid's in control, but it's just not. And I get the transfer portal. I get NIO money. I get coaches the freedom to move. I'm not debating that. But guys, you know, dragging it out for two or three months is ridiculous. Well, I don't follow it as for college football in that regard as closely as you do, but it's just something about it. It just doesn't seem right. Now, whatever that is, I'm not sure. I'm yeah, sure. well, something that is right, what the Lions are doing right now, and their ascension to the you know top four in the NFC with the Eagles, Niners, maybe Cowboys uh, in that group, uh, their draft class, how they addressed every need 
how I was going through with Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire yesterday in studio. Uh, I think every every pick's going to make the roster. Uh, you're looking at what Holmes and Campbell and the culture and what they're doing. And when you get JMO back from the six game gambling suspension, and you got Gibbs and guys with sub four four forties and home run threats that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, Michael. Uh, and Hooker to be a, a project, which, you know, a third rounder, it's not end of the world if it doesn't pan out. But I just go down the list and what they added from this draft class to help them this fall. Amazing work by Holmes, his staff, Campbell, and the coaches. No, absolutely. I would agree with that. One thing about Hooker, you know, Hendon Hooker from Tennessee, uh, that, uh, that they that, that they drafted. Look, when you call him a project, you're, you're exactly right to some degree. But you know, it's, it's injury related. You know, he's hurt his knee late, late in his this last season here, and who knows exactly when he's going to be ready to play. But in the meantime, you now he can learn as much as he can learn. He can practice as much as he can practice. You know, whatever he's allowed to do or whatever his body allows him to do. And he's a player for you know, he's a player for down the road. And if he develops, fine. If he doesn't, Flames really haven't lost anything except. A, you know, second or third round draft pick, the, the draft pick in this in this this year. So I thought it was for the Lions. I thought it was a, a good move, and I think it's a good move for the for the young man too. What was your favorite pick that you you watched this pick and you said, okay, this guy's going to help the Lions win games this fall? Who and there might be multiple names we'll get to, but who was the first one that the Lions selected? And Michael Harris said, I like this. Uh, Brian Banch, no, uh, no, no doubt. It, he's the uh, sort of an all-purpose defensive back for for Alabama. He plays safety. He plays cornerback. He plays uh, uh, he plays a uh, uh, nickel. He, he he really does everything. And the thing about him is he does it well, and he likes to do it. He'll play wherever you want him to play. And I just thought, you know, once he got he got through the first round, and I really kind of projected him around. 18 or 19 or 20 or something like that. I don't remember exactly now right off the, off the bat, but somewhere in there. And a lot of mock drafts, not that they're, you know, not that we're in, not that, the, you know, we don't make mistakes, not that they don't go a different way than we project them. But I saw a, a number that, that really rated him as, as the 18th prospect in this year's draft. And I think he's going to help the Lions. I think if he, if he doesn't help him on defense immediately, he'll help him on special teams immediately. He's just a really, really good, smart ball player. He really is. You know, I saw some, you know, and everyone has their analytics and their rankings, but since 2015, that would be eight years, that B. John Robinson was rated number two of college running backs drafted into the NFL, and Gibbs was ranked number four. That's from, you know, that's Saquon. That's all the running backs you've seen since 2015 drafted into the NFL, and I agree with that. I really, I, I love the pick of Gibbs. I love it from uh, the passing game, the speed game, uh, the rushing game, the ability to have a home run threat in the backfield, and also he can flex out uh, just a fantastic pick. Yeah, and I never quite understood it. What are these like unknown rules or unwritten rules of baseball and unwritten rules of, of, of uh of football that you can't you don't you don't draft a, run, a running back in the first round. I, I never understood that. Draft one when you want to. Draft one when you think you need one. Why wait? I heard Mel Mel uh, Mel Pfeiffer 
the other day. I think it was, was it yesterday. Or I thought you were going to call him another word there with that F you were starting uh, with. <laughs> sometimes I get the stutters. Okay. Yeah, no, I was ready to go. Okay, you know what? I'm not going to hit the dumb button on that one. <laughs> you just wanted to know what it was going to be, didn't you? No, it's Mel. You know, it's it's all these draft analysts that say that. I I I believe drafting every position like the Lions did. The Lions were perfect. I thought the Eagles were perfect on it, uh, is that you drafted based on what is the most pressing need of your team. Yeah, but the boy was about to, but I, before I stopped stuttering, what I was trying to get out was Kuiper had said, well, the Lions could have had him in the second round. How do you know that? How do you know that he was going to be available in the second round if he was drafted 12th overall by the Detroit Lions? What, how do you know this, Mr. Kuiper, that he would have survived another 25 or 30, you know, picks before he got drafted? I, I don't. I don't quite get that. I really don't. I don't understand it, and I don't believe it. You know, to me, when when I look at it, where the analysts get upset is because they marked a guy here, they projected him here, sure. and when they're not right, they have the platform, TV, radio, Twitter, all all the social networks. They complain. You know, it's it's like the Jack Campbell pick, okay, Buckus Award winner, which the best linebacker in college football. Now the Lions pick at 18. And you look at him, he's going to stuff the run, stuff the middle. He, he has the ability to cover. Uh, he is going to be, bar an injury, a guy who could be there a long time. Not as fast as an Urlacher, but he's a, that type that could be there. He's like Spillman with some wheels and more size. And again, just a need, just a need, a culture fit. Uh, the huddle, uh, a tough drive, you have to stop. All these things that come into play that aren't measured at a combine, aren't measured on pro day, and aren't measured when the draft is taking place in Kansas City, Vegas, or Nashville. Well, one thing about Iowa players, and I don't care what sport it is, it could be wrestling, it could be football, it could be baseball, it could be basketball. Generally, you're going to get guys who are who love the game, and you get guys who are who are. Uh, Fundamentally sound, and they're going to—they're not going to break down mentally. They're not going to break down physically when it going gets tough. And, and Jack uh, Campbell is exactly that. Now, I did not think he would go in the, in the first round. I really didn't. But looking at him, there's absolutely no reason why he wouldn't either. I, I mean, at 18, right in the middle of the right in the middle of the first round, that was a good pick for the Detroit Lions. And everything you hear about him, that it's just an absolute pristine pick for the Detroit Lions. And I don't know if he just said this just a minute. I didn't quite hear, hear it clearly, but he reminds me of Chris Spielman, drafted with the first pick of the second round in 1988. And Chris, and with more speed than Chris, and some more size uh, than Chris, that fits uh, the modern game. Uh, Michael Hare, DetroitLions.com, senior columnist, insider. When it comes to the Lions and the National Football League, joining us on the Roast Umber uh, Coffee guest line. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at a team coming together. I'm looking at needs. Uh, I, you know, Hooker, and like we said, uh, the project, uh, you go down uh, the list. I it, it was with free agency, uh, with this draft class, with the 8-2 and two finish, with the mojo this franchise has on and off the field. When I put them in that category of top four in the NFC going into this upcoming season, it's not hyperbole. Well, I saw, I saw Daniel, Dan Orlowski on ESPN, I think it was yesterday or the day before, I forget which one, and he's, he, he put the Detroit Lions next to the Philadelphia Eagles as the top two teams wow. to come out of the uh, Now, I, 
I think that's what he said. <laughs> he said a lot of things, and I like Danny O a lot, but he's he's been really really high on the Detroit Lions of late. He really has. Well, I, mean, I, I kind of slide the Cowboys in there because their defense played really well uh, last year. They do have Dak. They still have weapons at wide receiver, uh, and they have a great offensive line, so I'm not going to downplay the Cowboys. I, I could see putting them ahead of San Francisco uh, because they have Sam Darnold, and you're asking a lot for Sam Darnold to go make you the best team uh, in the NFC, but Look at how what was around him made Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy look like a guy that deserved a 10-year, $200 million contract. <laughs> well, I think he'd agree with that. <laughs> right? Well, they, they made him look like a superstar. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what that's coaching. That's preparation. That's called McCaffrey. That's called Samuel. That It's called great O-line. It's called Bosa. It's called your defense. Uh, great coaching staff. That's what it's called. They that, that shows you that you have great people around you. Anybody can look good who has I, some I, skill. I, I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. So uh, I'm asking the audience with our Bushlight huge question of the day. Between the free agent class... Looking at the draft class from this past weekend in Kansas City, Michael, have you upgraded your expectations for the Lions this fall? Or downgraded or just keeping them the same? I kept them the same. I think they're a playoff team. And I think uh, when I say this, I'm not, uh, I mean it, uh, I'm not just saying it to hear myself talk, but I can't. I'm looking forward to week, week 19 of the upcoming season. That'll be week 19, the Detroit Lions playing a home. Mm. A home playoff game at Ford Field. And you know we're going to get... put put week nineteen on your right on your... week nineteen, and and we're going to get the schedule release. It looks like it's going to be. They're saying, I don't think they confirmed it yet. Thursday night, May eleventh. We'll find yeah, out. Especially finally, yeah, especially they finally got around to it. My gosh. Well, they were waiting on uh, Rogers to sign in New York, which would increase Jets in prime time, and the same thing with Lamar Jackson with Baltimore. I read a story on why. It took so long this year that they were waiting on some uh, the quarterback carousel to finish up. And the other 30 teams can just wait. Yeah, well, you know, Rodgers with the Jets. The Jets are going to be on primetime TV like every other week uh, with Rodgers. Number one TV market, yeah, and you know, Lamar and Odell will be, you know, a TV draw. I, I do have this hope. I don't know if it will happen. Could you imagine if it's the Chiefs and the Lions in the NFL kickoff game? <laughs> well, that wouldn't be bad. <laughs> it's a tough way to start, but why not? Well, get them out of the way, right? Yeah. You never know. Michael, thank you so much. You and Tim did a stellar job with free agency and the draft at DetroitLions.com. Keep it up, okay, my man? Okay, well, thanks. I look, Tim does 99% of the work. I provide the wisecracks. Well, I saw Tim talk to... A, Brad Holmes, he has like rock stars coming on the podcast. I, did you get a Twitter feed? I just told Superfly yesterday that I saw the Detroit Lions share a story with you with an actual Twitter address, and I'm like, when did O'Hara go on Twitter? I've been on Twitter for a long time, but I really haven't been all that active lately. Okay, well that 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 sounds like you're reading a hostage statement. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? It, some of the stuff on Twitter, I just don't care for. Oh, well, I agree. I agree. You know, big events though, like the draft, it, it's pretty good to uh, peruse Twitter. Mike, I always appreciate the insight on the Lions. Can't wait for this season to hit us. I'm with you. 
All right. Thank you, Michael O'Hara at DetroitLions.com. Checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Roast Umber. Beans coming from Guatemala. It's brewed in downtown Grand Rapids. Can Nitro Cold Brew is canned right here in GR. You can look for it at your local retailer. It's a craft coffee. Smooth, no sugar, no additives. Uh, the Nitro Cold Energy canned is a great wake-up drink. Anytime during the day, look for it at your local retailer or go to RoastUmberUmber.com. That is RoastUmber.com. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Take on the open road for Harley-Davidson's 120th anniversary. Saturdays in May, win a 2023 Street Glider. On May 27th, you can drive home a limited edition Fat Boy. It's the 120th anniversary Harley-Davidson giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge year for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids, and now they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. Now, Dorn Mayhew is an east side firm. Now you get the west side of Michigan with Bean Carter, and whether you're a small business or big business, they can handle all of your accounting and business needs at Bean Carter. Just go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I mentioned with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew, they cover all of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast to coast. Find out how the pros at Bean Garter can help your business today. Go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I know Tom Rosenbach and his team are so happy about their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MercBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank, member FDIC, equal opportunity employer. Attention hockey parents, the Meyer State Games of Michigan is holding tryouts for their Summer Games Hockey Tournament. Use coupon code HUGESHOW for 10% off registration when you go to stategamesofmichigan.com forward slash hockey. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. 
Bush Light, huge question of the day that you can answer after the Lions signed those free agents for 2023, the draft class from last weekend. Have you upgraded your win total, kept it the same, downgraded when it comes to the Lions? Answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. I did see that. The Lions have assigned jersey numbers to the rookies. Hendon Hooker will get number 12. Gibbs, 26. In the Lions' offensive backfield, Branch, 32. Campbell, 46 at linebacker. Soresdahl, the O-lineman out of William & Mary, 75. Green, the vertical threat, wide receiver from North Carolina, 80. Laporta, the tight end, who, by the way, had better measurables up and down the board from the combine than Michael Mayer at Notre Dame did. And he ran a 4.59 where Mayer ran a 4.7. Laporta will wear 87 and Martin will wear 98. Cam Sutton has taken Akuta's number one, not Jamison Williams, as Justin Rogers writes on Twitter. Montgomery is number five. There you go, latest numbers for some of the newcomers and the rookies. Speaking of the draft, wanted to get his thoughts on what happened over the weekend in Kansas City. Lomas Brown for the Lions Radio Network is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Huge, how are you? Doing good, man. I, you know, I, I've been reviewing this draft class since Sunday, and they addressed every single need on that team. Yeah, they did. I mean. I, I thought they had a phenomenal draft. I'm, I'm still a little surprised by the first pick um, in Jameer, uh, the running back. But I thought they did. I thought they hit all the areas that they wanted to hit. Um, I thought they got some pretty good talent, um, even the linebacker. I know he took a lot of grief, Jack Campbell. But I just think having a rangy guy – in the middle of your defense, I only think that helps you. So I agree, Hughes. I thought they did a great job, and I think Brad Holmes, he's going to march to his own beat. He's not going to worry about what people say. He's not going to worry about the criticism. He's going to pick the best players that he thinks uh, is going to help this team win. Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network joining us on the Huge Show across Michigan talking about the Lions draft. So between the free agent class and this draft class from what they got out of Kansas City, uh, what you were thinking maybe before the draft to now on upgrading your expectations for the Lions, keeping them the same, or downgrading? Um, You know what? My expectation, again, I I wanted us to address the defensive side of the ball. Now, we we addressed both sides of the ball, which I thought was a win-win. But we definitely knew we needed a lot of help on the defensive side of the ball. Like I say, I think they got really good players that can kind of help, uh, you know, the players that are there. So, you know, for me, I, I do think this draft was an impactful draft for the Lions. I only know it once they start playing games. But I do think it was an impactful draft because, again, 
they're looking for certain players huge. They want certain players that fit the mold of the Dan Campbells or fit the mold of what the Detroit Lions want to look like in the future. So from that standpoint, I, I just think it was impactful. And I think, that, like I say, I'm looking forward to this fall to see how those guys, see what roles those guys are in and how they play their role. Former Lion Dan Orlovsky, Michael Herod told us on ESPN picked the Lions right after the Eagles as the two best teams uh, in the NFC. I, I put them in the top four right there with San Francisco, Cowboys, Lions, Eagles. I thought the Eagles had a heck of a draft, and also they get Swift. We'll see if he'll be motivated uh, coming from the Philly area. But uh, the expectations going in, this isn't the Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid. I know we talked about this. Uh, throughout the offseason, it's real. And as long as they avoid injury, and we'll find out the official home and away schedule times, days coming up on Thursday night, I think May 11th. That would be a week from Thursday. This is a, a team that should win the NFC North. I'm a little concerned about Jordan Addison and Jefferson together with Cousins with Minnesota. But I like what the Lions did to counter it in free agency and branch in the draft. But... Uh, battle to win the NFC North with Rodgers gone. I, I mean, I feel that it, it should be ours huge. I mean, again, I wasn't really impressed with Minnesota last year. We should have beat them both times last year. Um, I thought we had a better draft than they had, even though, you know, they did add a couple of players. But I thought our draft overall was better than their draft. And I just think we're hungry. I, I, I do. I really think that this team is hungry. Um, it's a lot of expectations that's been put on this team and these young players for this year. But I just think with Dan Campbell, with that coaching staff, with the leadership from up top, I just think these guys are ready to take that next step. And to me, taking that next step would definitely have to be holding home field advantage meaning winning all your games at home and making Ford Field a place where other teams don't want to come play at. I just think that'll go a long ways when you have a young team, you got a, a team that you're trying to build in a certain direction. I just think taking care of business at home has to be the first priority uh, for this team this year. Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network, former Lions O-Lyman, joining us on the Rose Dumber Coffee guest line. Man, I appreciate your commentary before and after the draft. Enjoy some downtime. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Hugh. You take care, my good man. All right, Lomas Brown, check it in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Bush Light, huge question of the day. You heard me ask Lomas, between the new free agents, the draft class, upgrading your expectations, win total, keeping them the same, downgrading, Answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, also opt in on that HUGE text chain, text word HUGE, 21,000. Superfly, I want to give some love to our listeners on AM 920, 107.3, WMPL, Houghton, Hancock, Calumet, I was just glancing at the TV in studio. Marquette, Michigan, which is just about, what, 45 minutes, an hour from Houghton to the east. That area, in the first two days of May, which is still today, right? 
29 inches of snow. 29. I wonder how much Houghton, Hancock, Calumet, because they're even further north. I wonder how much snow they had. Can you look that up, Superfly? Would Houghton, Hancock, Calumet, somebody will be listening there. I don't know if anybody's driving. That's like a blizzard. 29 inches of snow. They showed a graph that in the Grand Rapids metro area, where we're at with our flagship station, 96 won the game, we've had like 21.2 inches of snow since January, February, March, April combined. What did Houghton Hancock Calumet have? 30? 23? 23 inches of snow. Oh my, that's two feet. Somebody will be listening on AM 920 and 107.3. They can confirm that at 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 Huge. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Herman Moore, and football is my game. So we know a few things about sports. And the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and Sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long. Right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. Breaking Benjamin. Live in concert in Grand Rapids. With special guests, Bush. And Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena, May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Visit BreakingBenjamin.com. Get tickets now. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute. Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. 
Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Superfly dropping a little tribute to the late Gordon Lightfoot. And Lake Superior is on the shores of Marquette. (laughs) We have a couple of travel updates from the huge Upper Peninsula Travel Center in Grand Rapids, about 10 hours away. First off, we had callers from AM 920, 107.3 WMPL, Correct Superfly on his 23 inches of snow update. They had a light dusting. (laughs) They had an inch of snow. (laughs) Hello, Marty Boa for the Michigan Sports Network, UpperPeninsulaTourism.com. Hey, can we get the huge show to promote... Uh, weather forecast in the Upper Peninsula, and also travel times. Somebody called us from WMPL AM 920 107.3 in Hancock, Calumet. And unless, unless you have a Gulfstream G6 jet, you're not getting from Marquette to Houghton in 45 minutes. It's an hour 45 and Superfly couldn't wait to come tell me that because he blew it by missing. I mean, on the snowfall total for Houghton Hancock, he missed it by 22 inches. Hello, uh, Houghton AccuWeather. Yeah, I'm Brett Hayes. It looks like our snowfall total from our our spotter in Calumet says 23 inches of snow. Oh, correct that. It's only an inch. Let's check in with travel times with Huge. Roger, if you're traveling from Marquette to Houghton, travel time is 45 minutes if you're in a supersonic jet. Uh, speaking of Rex... I'm Brett Hayes, news and information on the nines. Oh my God, that is phenomenal. You were off by 22 inches of snow and I was off by an hour on travel. We have an update on travel times from Marquette to Hancock Calumet, beautiful copper country, which is God's country. Uh, We've changed that now from 45 minutes to an hour 45 uh, because a lot of moose and elk are stuck in the road. 
Weather on the Nines on the Huge Network. I'm Brett Hayes. Snowfall totals coming in. 29 inches in Marquette for our Upper Peninsula listeners. 23 inches of snow in Houghton, Hancock, Calumet. Check that. Less than an inch. <laughs> uh. You live by the seat of your pants. You die by the seat of your pants on radio. I have told you, and I've driven it twice from Marquette to Houghton, so I'll be honest. When I'm making that drive, I lose direction. I don't see the horizon. I feel like I'm on the moon. Okay? Because really, up until you get to Marquette, you drive right along Lake Superior. It's beautiful. Uh, that, that drive that I've made a couple of times, it's fantastic. And then you get once you get past Marquette, it gets a little normal, and you go through some like small towns, and you're ready to get there. Because, I mean, door to door, from where I live, north side of Grand Rapids, to Houghton, Hancock, Calumet, it's like 12 hours. Seriously. That's with good weather. 12 hours. We got a caller from Dollar Bay, which is right there by Houghton Hancock, Calumet. How you doing? Good, you. What's your name? My name is Tom. Tom from Dollar Bay. I like that. Tom from Dollar Bay. How much snow did you guys officially get up there? Because Brett is losing his mind. How how much snow did you get? We got maybe an inch in Dollar Bay. Maybe... um Two inches, Hancock, Golden, Calumet area. And they said like 29 around Marquette? I haven't been there, but... Um, do you do you go out at all during the winter, or you just wait till the snow melts like a bear, and then you go out? Well, no, you got to work, you know. You got to work outside all the time, so... What do you do for a living there in Dollar Bay, in the Upper Peninsula? I was an electrician, now I work construction. That's awesome, man. So how much snow, because we're in the May... How much snow is on the ground right now for our listeners on AM 920 and 107.3 WMPO? How much snow on the ground right now? Houghton, Hancock, Calumet, Dollar Bay area. Uh, Calumet might have some, but Dollar Bay, not any at all, really. All right. Well, thank you so much. I I appreciate the call and good luck with your job. People do sound like Canadians up there, too, because officially, if you look at the map in the Keweenaw Peninsula, you're, you're much higher or further north of Canada than you are. You're like uh, in the middle of Lake Superior on that peninsula. He wanted to say, like, that Brett Hayes is just full of crap. And Dollar Bay is a beautiful little community. You know, in Dollar Bay, I went there. The company that makes the floors for most, if not all, of the NBA arenas, the Olympics, World Championships, I took a tour. They, they made, it's right there by Dollar Bay. I can see Dollar Bay. It's beautiful up there. I, I'm telling you, it is God's country. It's copper country. The Upper Peninsula, where we're at with our affiliate AM920 and W or 107.3 WMPL, I love it up there. But man, it's a 12-hour haul. 12 hours. I think I could get to Atlanta in 12 hours. So driving from Grand Rapids, I live on the north side of GR. I could get, it's close, 12 hours, I could get close to Atlanta. 
It is a haul. It's beautiful, though, because you cross the bridge. Anytime you cross a Mackinac Bridge, it's fantastic. And the, and the drive up there was like out of a UpperPeninsula.com tourism. It was beautiful. The weather was in the 40s. This is my first time, like November, three years ago. Maybe it was before the pandemic, four years ago. And it was gorgeous, right? And then the way back, both times I hit blizzards. Oh, my God. And then I got to the point where I don't care. I'm going four-wheel drive. I'm going to do 60. I hope I make it home. And sometimes that's how you get through those situations. I just don't care. And then I get to the bridge, and they're ready to close it. And the lady's like, oh, you betcha. You, you might be the last one through. Why? Oh, the winds and the ice. I'm like, okay, I don't care. Let's go. Tanker truck coming down this way, sliding sideways. I don't care. I'm getting home. When I drove back both times, Superfly, I did not see pavement until I got past Cadillac, Michigan. Didn't see pavement. Four-wheel drive, here we go. Crank up the music, little Metallica. If this is the end, it's the end. If I go off the bridge, I'll be famous forever. Didn't someone go off the bridge like in a Yugo, didn't they, a long time ago? I think. 24-7. Everything you need is at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.